Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We got the Zach and Zach podcast brought to you by Vigo Sports with my main man here, Zach Brown. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it is, what it will be. And today we're going to be talking about a couple hot topics, very hot topics, straight up emo style. You know what I mean? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Taking back Sunday, Death Cab for Cutie, the main. My my favorite fans. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. My Black Parade. So. I wanted to talk about Zach, Zach Brown over here wrote an article earlier on today about Carmelo Anthony. There's a lot of speculation going on with Carmelo Anthony, and uh, I just wanted to get his insight on what 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 do you think is coming next for Carmelo? What what do you think is the next step for him? Well, I think Carmelo's he's definitely done in OKC. That was proven towards the end of the uh, regular season, where he said he's not going to accept a bench role. He doesn't want to be relegated to a bench type of position going forward. So. I feel like that's all he would do in OKC. Um, I don't know his contract exactly, but I think he is uh, a free agent at the end of this season. Um, so he'll be up for grabs. I think he's coming down towards the tail end of his career. He uh, obviously can't produce the same way he did circa 2007. <laughs> Go Nugs, you know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> What an era! What an era! But uh, I think I think there's still some value in him as a scorer because he can definitely change the game around with um, his mid range shot. I think he needs to stop relying on his three pointer so much because yeah. it's just not that good. Well, this is this is you made a good point earlier, and you you said that he's been relegated to a bench role. You know, so technically he's still on the starting lineup, but when you average, you know, as many minutes as he does when he was on the Knicks and he comes to the Thunder and he's only averaging, what was it, like 22, 23, something like that, right? I mean, I, no. He was averaging 32 minutes a game and he started 78 out of 78 games. But he did come off the bench. They benched him when he was not shooting well. He's having bad nights, um, which for the most of the season, it was just a bad night. Um the Thunder got as far as they did because of Russell Westbrook and Paul George and Carmelo Anthony was basically an afterthought. And I think that's what he meant more so than just a bench role. He didn't want to be an afterthought on the team. Yeah. Well, that's Melo, though. Melo has always refused to give up a starting role. He's, he's always refused to not be the star of a team. And when you're going to go to a team with, you know, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, former MVP, it's pretty hard to be the star. And don't forget about the Australian gunslinger, Stephen Adams. Wow, 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 wow. What a playmaker, boy. Yep. You know what? To be totally fair, though, I really think that Stephen Adams is way more vital to the organization than Carmelo was this year. I mean, he was, but he has the basketball IQ of, a, of about like a thumbtack. So <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's, t- it's a tough position he's in. He's got some big hands, though, so that always plays well in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> – I can't let it go. <laughs> oh, God. Looks like Jason Momoa plays like uh, Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> hey, Scalabrini's doing big things in the Cubes League. <laughs> White Mamba, baby. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, so, so I mean, but if you if you had to pick, let's say, let's say if you had to pick three teams that you can honestly see Melo going to, you know, realistically. Don't say like, oh, you know, calves, you know, it's not going to happen. Uh, where do you really think that Melo's going to end up? Yeah, I touched on this earlier in the article I wrote. Uh, you can go read it at VigoSports.com. Mm. But just as a summary, um, I think he would do well in the Lakers. 
they would have to shift their starting lineup around a little bit. They'd have to put Isaiah on the bench, which, I mean, he's used to it. He wants sixth man of the year. He come, he brings a different type of energy off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, put Lonzo at one so he doesn't have to shoot the ball so much. And then put uh, Mello at two, three, like a hybrid type of guard with uh, Brandon Ingram. Um, oh, kind of like Jimmy Butler does for the T-Wolves. Yes, but not as good a defense, obviously, well, because I'm... Mello doesn't run really that well anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it would be a good learning experience since they have such a young team. I'm pretty sure Mello's older than their head coach, um, so I think the coach could learn a little bit too. Um, you know, the Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Julius Randle, and Kyle Kuzma are all within the first five years of NBA service time. So Mello having – what is it, eight, 15 years of experience now? Yeah, 15. Could pass down some knowledge to the young guys. They could make a playoff push. Um, and then Isaiah coming off the bench, like their jack-of-all-trades type of player. I think it would be yes. really good. So, you, so you're basically saying that Carmelo Anthony could go to the Lakers and be basically the Josh McCown of that franchise. Yes, but I love Josh McCown, so – Probably not as good as Josh McCown, but I mean, you've close. also been biased against Carmelo Anthony ever since he left the Nuggets. Yeah, I hate his guts. He demanded a trade. He screwed his franchise. We haven't made the playoffs, but one time since. Ah, oh. just let it go. Man. Let it go. Let it go. If you want to know what Zach's other two choices were, where Melo could go, you go to VigoSports.com. Look at the article. It's called uh, "Carmelo Anthony: The Final Chapter of Melo." You go look the, it up there. It, now we're we're gonna do a little segue here. We're gonna do a little segue. We're gonna stay in basketball though, because I was I was you know I've been watching the NBA playoffs along with pretty much everybody else in the country, and I'm starting to notice that I absolutely despise the NBA playoffs. They're dumb the way that they're set up. And if I was Adam Silver, I'm doing a complete playoff revamp, and I'll tell I'll tell you exactly how I'm gonna do it. All right, so. Baseball, right? I think baseball is one of the only sports that has the playoffs absolutely perfect. I love baseball. Baseball. I love, no, no, I love, I love the baseball playoffs, though. You know, each division champion gets a, gets a secured spot in there, a one, two, or three seed based on the record. Then there's two wild cards duking it out to play the one seed in the first round, right? That's the way it should be. I completely right. agree. Other than the wild card, the wild card thing drives me up a wall in baseball, but that's that's for a different yeah, story. I, I do wish I do wish they were to make it a three game series, but that that's baseball. We're getting back to basketball here, okay? So realistically, if we were to split up, you know, the conferences, I don't want it to be Eastern Western anymore. I'm just gonna go unoriginal and say AL versus NL. You know, you split them up, you know, conference wise, league wise, you know, and you have the playoffs there, and you have you know five teams in the AL and. Then five teams in the NL. I think it makes it a lot better. Then you don't have these random teams, these, these nobody teams. I mean, it, you know how pathetic it is that it took, like we were all watching so intently on the Western Conference and who was going to make it in the bubble. You know, there were so many teams. You know, the Nuggets and uh, who, who were the other ones? There was T-Wolves and... T-Wolves, the- Nuggets, Clippers. It was basically yeah. just a battle to see who got swept by the Rockets. Exactly. That's exactly my point. We live in a day and age of the NBA where we already know what's going to happen in the first round. We already know. There's no point in watching the first round. So get the teams out of there. I don't want to watch 40-year-old Spurs without Kawhi Leonard get absolutely dominated by like the Steph Curry-less Golden State Warriors. I don't want to watch it. It's garbage. It's garbage. Okay? 
just do it like baseball and reward the, the teams that deserve to be in the playoffs, you know? And when I say that, I mean the Rockets, the Warriors, you know, the, the Celtics, the Cavs, the, 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 the Raptors, all the top teams. I want to see them in the playoffs. And if you do this, the playoffs will be a little bit shorter because I, sometimes I feel like the NBA playoffs drag on for about 74 years straight. Yeah, the playoffs seem longer than the regular season. So it's crazy, it, though, because I'm watching the NHL playoffs, but I feel like the NHL playoffs step up a level, and it's the exact same setup. You know what I mean? It's the exact same setup when it comes to the playoffs. You know, 16 teams made it, whatever. But I feel like when I watch NHL playoffs, it doesn't seem as long. You know? No, it's it's the NHL playoffs. Me and a good friend, my our good friend Tanner, that they were talking about this. Ser- oh, seriously, round one, game one, it has the same intensity level as an NBA Finals game in the NHL playoffs. Yep. And you're just you're not going to get that in the NBA. No, the teams don't play defense. They don't play team basketball. It's basically picking the top. If they don't roll, sh- jack it up. That's basically the entire game. And then you don't even have to watch the whole game. Just watch the last three minutes, and you'll get the gist of it. Yep. I mean, I mean, I'm watching the NHL playoffs, and I cannot turn the game off. I cannot turn it off. No, it's never over. Winnipeg was down three goals yesterday. They came back to win seven to four. Exactly. Hockey is just they, – they figure it out. It's not even that they figure it out. It's just that I think they get to the playoffs, and hockey just goes up a level. And hockey is already an amazing sport. But they get to the playoffs, and it is like a gift from God. It's like the best thing I've ever watched. Yeah, it's it's the greatest sporting event the entire year. It's so, a- yeah, that, 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 that's basically my idea, though. I mean, you get the basic gist of it, okay? You limit the playoffs a little bit. Get these crap teams out of the playoffs. I don't want to watch them anymore. Nobody wants to watch them anymore. I mean, if you look at the TV ratings this year for the first round of the NBA playoffs, they're abysmal unless you have a good series on your hands. Like the Celtics series, the Cavs series was really good because, I mean, that Cavs-Pacers series, was that was not bad. That was my favorite first-round series. I mean, yeah, you can't really judge ratings based off of a Cavs game, though, because everyone will tune in to the, watch LeBron. That's true. That's true. Very true. But you get, you get the basic gist of what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I completely understand. I'm definitely on the other side of things because I didn't watch one minute of any first-round games, and I haven't watched one minute of any second-round games. Yeah, and that's exactly my point. Yeah. That's exactly my point. But when the NBA Finals come around, yeah, I'll be front and center. Watch. Yeah, you'll watch. But circa 2000, Peja Stoyakovich jacking threes up. Are you kidding? I would not miss one game. Doug freaking Chris. Doug, Boy. dude. Doug, Doug, Doug. Mike Dougie, Bibby. Dougie, Dougie, Dougie wow. Fresh, Bobby Jackson. Peja. Oh, man. <laughs> Memories, dude. They got robbed. They got robbed. Okay. I'll tell let you me, what. Let me, get, let, me, let me get in a little analogy for you, real quick, right? How would you feel about the, the baseball playoffs if they were set up like the NBA? I would absolutely hate it. It would be terrible because then you'd have like teams like the Cardinals, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Facing uh, yeah. off against the Dodgers last year, and it would just be garbage. Like, I don't want to see a seven-game series of this. Like, obviously the Dodgers are going to close. Like, this is stupid. Well, I mean. And we are rewarding teams in the NBA that do not deserve to be in the playoffs. Yeah, it's, it's tough to compare to baseball, though, because baseball is such a – sport it's been around since like the mid 1800s yeah that's very true so but there needs to be something something needs to happen to playoffs i'm thinking off the top of my head all the teams make it you create one big bracket you know just like college basketball just whoever wins wins yeah I, i actually i said that in my article actually it just top 16 records go you know see them in in accordance with their records 
But that that also, you know, negates the fact that we have divisions in basketball. What is the purpose of winning a division? I don't I don't even know why, why do we even have divisions in basketball anymore? They should just be east and west. There's no point of divisions because division champions don't get anything. Yeah, the, it, basketball is the only sport that I could not tell you every team in every division. That's how little they matter. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly my purpose. That's exactly my it's your purpose, right dude. It's your purpose in life. Purpose in restructure life. Restructure the NBA. Divisions. <laughs> Restructuring the NBA is my freaking purpose. <laughs> now, now we're almost we're almost done with this podcast, but I want to go over a little piece of information that we're going to kind of tease. We're going to kind of tease for tomorrow. We're going to write an article about it tomorrow. <laughs> no. very, we're very very bro. Excited. According to Amico Hoops, which is actually a really well-known basketball site, I've never heard of it in my entire life. Then I had to go check it out, and apparently, super like, well-known, super well-known. Yeah. Neither of us have ever heard of it. Well, they co- they coordinate with like Roto World and all those sites that give you up to uh, like minute by minute updates on all these players. But according to them. Coach Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs has now, quote-unquote, banned Kawhi Leonard from all practice and the practice facility. So, right out of the gate, what does that mean to you, Zach? First thing, I think Kawhi's done in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I think Pop is on his way out, especially with his wife passing just recently. And mm-hmm. the third thing I'd like to point out is I think just – on a friend-to-friend basis, you need to work on your teases a little bit because you basically <laughs> just told them the whole story. <laughs> well, we're not going to go – no, no. Tomorrow, we're going to go into where do we think Kawhi's going to go. Yeah, I think the tease should have gone a little something like we're going to talk about a superstar in the NBA who might be on his way out. But, okay. I mean, you know, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work out a little bit, you know. Another tease. Gonna, I got another tease. Together. Ding 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 ding. Here we go. Uh, we've been talking a lot about the NBA lately. A lot about NHL. A lot about NFL. Tomorrow, we're gonna branch out a little bit because we're not just a single-minded sports talk website. Okay, we're talking everything tomorrow. We're talking everything. Combat, uh, European sports, uh, curling, just to name a few. Tomorrow, you you I've guys been waiting will my entire into life it. to talk about professional curling. I have too. I just went to the curling rink last week. It's a beautiful atmosphere. I was unaware that we even had a curling rink in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's it's top of the line. I don't know how yeah, to yeah. like separate it from another curling rink, but it's top of the line. Yeah, I'm getting on a plane. I'll be there in uh, six hours. Okay, I'll make a reservation. <laughs> make sure you read the rule book though before you get here, because I I just you just throw the rock down and see what happens. Yeah, I know all the rules, bro. Okay, okay. I am curling. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's that's just gonna pretty that's gonna pretty much wrap it up. <laughs> Went off the rails a little bit at the end, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's gonna wrap it up for the uh, Zach and Zach podcast, brought to you by Vegas Woods. I am Zach Stone. I am Zach Brown. And uh, we wish you adieu and a uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful night. Merry Christmas.